Hello and welcome to the Working in Wisdom podcast. And in this episode, I am joined by an absolute beauty of a free spirit. And that is Katrine Haiba, who is originally from Estonia and she now lives in New York City. And we connected through different programs that we've been on and I just love her energy. She is somebody who surfs and sails and loves being in nature. And you can just really, you can pick it up when you're around her because she just has this free, wild energy that is, it's just beautiful. And we had a lovely conversation about all things free and rules and, um, And I really enjoyed chatting to her and I will put all of her contact details in the comment section. Hi, Katrine. Um, Thank you for joining me on my Working From Wisdom podcast. You're welcome, Tracy. I'm excited. Excited to see where where it takes us. Exactly. Yeah, because I have no idea. (laughs) Neither do I. It's great. It's funny, actually. I recently realized that the more I see, the more I realize I don't know anything. So (laughs) this is kind of a journey into that. But we'll start with the starter question, which is working from wisdom. What does that mean for you? Um, What I've just seeing more and more now it's this is kind of very fresh so I don't know if I can articulate it particularly well but it is precisely that sort of leaning into the unknown like being okay with having like no clue and being okay with like not having to figure out like ditching all the cleverness all the strategies all of that because it's yeah and it just feels so different it feels so fresh it feels like yeah it feels exciting and it sometimes feels really uncomfortable to that that you know small me that that little me that used to want to figure everything out and be like super clever and just you know get the answer really quick and all those things and what started to sort of occur to me in just over I don't know maybe past few months even past few days is I'm starting to get glimpses of the impersonal nature of wisdom that it's not um, like I used to have this idea that, oh, well, if I get really in touch with wisdom, my life will just flow so perfectly. And it will be just like, you know, this magic carpet ride all the way through. And just so, you know, everything will work out. Uh, and this I realized now, like, um, no, this is not really like at least no. what I'm seeing. It, it's not quite that. This was just me trying to hack the system, kind of having this, you know, personal mind, but just better you know, a better GPS, like upgrade. Uh, And I'm like, no, this is not what life is really about. That this impersonal nature of wisdom, that there's this this life that's living through this particular form that just happens to look like me. And this life is interested in exploring, in experiencing something fresh, and it's just growing and reaching out through me. And I have like no idea where it's going. And it's sometimes, you know, to the little me, it just feels like, you know, stepping over a cliff, or it just feels really awkward, or really, um, you know, sometimes even dangerous. I mean, generally not physically, like physically dangerous, like wisdom doesn't lead me to just literally jump off of buildings. But it feels like that on an emotional level, because it's really stepping into that unknown. 
and and I sort of it just occurred to me that actually like the survival of that person that little me is really not the point like life is bigger like I like there's this sort of like almost like this identity shift or perspective shift that's sort of happening where it's like oh who am I really or like who are we you know human beings who are we really that there is this this consciousness this wisdom living through us and it's the ocean and we are these little waves and we don't need to worry about whether this wave is going to make it or whether this wave is going to be successful or whatever all that means like we can just play in that ocean and let it i'm, I'm a surfer so everything comes down to an ocean metaphor yeah. eventually but it's like being the wave being the surfer being the ocean all at the same time and it's just kind of like oh it's it's not about how well this little me is doing like and it's just kind of like just that creates like so much freedom like just so much joy like I don't have to worry about fucking it up because like this is unfuck upable <laughs> so. wow that's amazing you know that's it's weird because I think I probably needed to hear that as well today um because I recently you know I had had this idea that I was surrendering to that life force, you know, that I was just completely leaning back and letting go into it. But what I recently saw was that I was surrendering because I thought it was going to get me a specific outcome. I was like, okay, I'm surrendering now. So can you give me this thing that I thought I want, you know, that, that I want or that I planned or that, you know, it was, it was surrender, but with expectations. Yeah. I, oh my God. I can still relate to that. Like that's, that's so much. I was like, yeah, you know, I just, I, I surrender to the wisdom, like bring me the best, bring me like beyond best that I can even think of like my version of life. And it's like, it's not about it. This is like that little, you know, manipulative kind of funny way of like trying to hack life. And, and that's, yeah. And that's what so much of this sort of self-help um, field is about too. So I've just sort of like, oh, I, I feel like there's something else. I don't know. Like there's something else emerging. Maybe it's in the human consciousness that maybe we needed to have that stage of like this hardcore self-development, you know, that little self. I don't know. Um, I, one of my friends, you know, from a long time ago in this Buddhist meditation group, it's just popping into my head right now. Uh, we talked about sort of like the no self, like, what is that? Like, it's just the, the mystery in Buddhist teachings, the no self. And I'm feeling like I'm starting to get a little glimpses of just the experience of that. But at that time, this was about 10 years ago or something. She said, well, don't we need to have like a good self so we can feel good about ditching it? We can just develop up the self and then we can kind of like be okay letting it go. <laughs> yeah. And I guess there, it, that, then you sort of, that's when you go into the mind melt stuff. It's like, okay, this shit now is just completely fucking with my head. I don't know because how do you know that you're enlightened if you don't have thought and personal self to know the difference between your enlightened self and your non-enlightened self? And yeah, yeah, it goes into the crazy territory. Yeah, it gets pretty trippy there. And it's then it's like, well, is there, I don't know, like, is there any, 
any part of it that it's it's not enlightened is is there any any part of that's not wisdom of the experience so i yeah yeah i mean it's all wisdom in the moment isn't it mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so trippy but but yeah i've had just sort of these glimpses where like this is this funny thing that happened in the summer I, this is like a little experience but uh maybe to describe kind of how it just like sort of popped out of that personal mind. I was plastering the ceiling in the kitchen here. We have this old house, uh, you know, over a hundred years old and it was summer, it was super hot. And I'm just like up there sanding that plaster stuff and it's like dust falling in my face and I'm sweating and, you know, reaching up there, my shoulders hurting. And I was like, and then I was like, come on, if like the quality or if, if our experience is really, you know, we experience not the, the circumstances, but our thought, and I was like, Okay, so then I started playing with the thoughts. I was like, well, what kind of thoughts could I have to make this experience more pleasant or the quality of this moment? Um, and then I you know, came up with funny uh, scenarios like, well, what if I was like a young, you know, it was like a young couple and this was our very first kitchen, like how cool, like I'm working on this little thing or then like some more extreme, like, oh, if I was a refugee and before I was being like shot at and now like I got this little job here plastering the ceiling and I'm getting paid, like this is pretty cool. I'm not in, you know, deathly danger. And I just entertained myself with these funny little mind games. And then suddenly something happened. Like I didn't do anything. It's just kind of like maybe that there was a little space that, that was there between me and the experience. And that space kind of expanded. And I was like, what? This is, this is an experience. It's, mm. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to manipulate it. And it's just, just a really alive, juicy, textured experience and I just experienced like on a physical level like that sweat that dust in my face it was like oh this is really juicy this is like I like like life experiencing that right now it was kind of intense and it was just like oh this is life experiencing this <laughs> juicy sweaty moment and I was like it just it felt different like it felt experientially like physically different and it's just kind of so it's like in the physical, the formless is experiencing life in the form. And it's only, it's experiencing it irrespective of what we think about the experience. Yeah. Like it's all neutral, isn't it? I mean, every experience is neutral until we have thinking about it in the negative or the positive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's all just an experience in the moment. Yeah. Even and the it's... worst experiences are just an experience in the moment until we give it a positive or a negative. Then it's a terrible experience or it's an amazing experience. Yeah. And, and, you know, neutral sounds like a bit boring. It sounds kind of like, oh, it's just neutral. Like, well, then why not give it a good story? But at that moment, like that neutral didn't feel anything like boring. It just felt really alive. It just felt like juicy. It just felt like this aliveness. Like, whoa, like just colors got brighter. <laughs> it was like, so it wasn't, you know, that neutral without the story was actually really, you know, amazing. In, mm. in that sense. So it wasn't, I feel like, um, 
maybe like in the spiritual teachings, people say, you know, oh, you reach this sort of state of like, well, it's all okay. It's all, you know, like, um, I don't think it was quite that. Like it was okayness in it, but it was like this aliveness. So I feel like that to me is sort of, oh, I want more of that. Like I want to experience that aliveness, that spaciousness in more of, of whatever it is happening in my life at the given moment like with, you know, having that space. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's all good and well. Like somebody asked me recently, you know, a client, but how do you live this? You know, how do you live this understanding as in how do you go out every day and interact with people and have all of this noise thrown at you and still be in kind of the neutral or be in the aliveness of it? I feel like how it's showing up for me is it's this sort of simplicity and the sense of humor and just that little bit of space. Like, you know, I'm still this human, I'm still this person and I still have my personal opinions about just about everything. And, you know, oftentimes those opinions are pretty critical and I still get mad at myself and others, but there's this little bit of space. And as soon as I notice that space, it's, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is, this is an experience. This is human humaning here. And this is kind of funny and kind of cute and kind of like almost a sense of compassion. Um, and at the same time, it doesn't necessarily flip me out of that angry moment or, um, but there's this space, like it's almost like, I mean, I see it as I'm a character in a movie or I'm an actress playing this role of this, uh, you know, angry woman at this moment. And then I, yeah, like then, it, then there's freedom happens and then there's sort of like, okay, like, let's just get really angry. Let's get into it. Because then that space, that, that, that wider wisdom knows that there's nothing, like I can't fuck this up. Like this is not like, like that the wisdom is enough of a space that I know like I'm not gonna kill somebody literally in that space. Like I can, I can just allow myself to have whatever crappy emotion it is. Like, like there was a funny scene in the airport recently. Uh, I was, um, it was like several flights in a row and the last flight um, from Atlanta to New York was really late, like the last flight and there were long lines. And I was starting to get like antsy and frustrated and, you know, I'm going to miss this flight. Like I'm going to be stuck all night at this Atlanta airport. This really sucks. Um, and, you know, having these sort of frustrated, angry thoughts. And then I noticed there was a little, little baby, like the woman, um, you know, ahead of me in the line had this cute little baby on her shoulder. And the baby was just like so chill, just like with those, you know, big eyes and just, you know, had no idea whether she was going to miss the flight or not. And the funniest, it's just like my mind, just part of me was like, oh, this is so cool. Look at the, the, the experience of the baby of the same moment. And then this other part was like, God damn it, cute baby. You can't make me smile. I am so mad right now. Da, da, da. And I just like cracked myself up. Like, I was like, okay, drama queen actress. This is like really funny scene. So I just like, it, the humor, like it just, you know, it broke the spell, but it didn't make me like not angry. Like I was still angry in that moment, but I was kind of laughing at the same time, like inside of me. 
Uh, That's so- I, I really like that. I like that. Um, I like that sort of example and that analogy of, you know, holding space for yourself, irrespective of how you are feeling, because there is that sort of and I guess with with the personal development and as you said, it's it's sometimes things have to get to an extreme before they kind of settle down is that it lulls you into this false sense of harmony all the time. You know, that uh, the more I invest in my personal growth, I'll feel good all the time. And and I would say that, you know, I get to a point where I'm like, oh, I feel so grounded for long periods of time. And then when I come out of it, I really resent it. Like, I'm really annoyed that I no longer have this lovely harmony anymore. So that's a that's another layer of thinking. So whatever thinking took me out of it in the first place is in and of itself, you know, just there. But then I add another layer of that, you know, oh, for God's sake, you know better than this, Tracy. You know, you you know better than to be letting your thinking. But that's that's not what it's about either. It's it's about. I love that. I love that you can. And I said it to somebody recently, I said, I'm wallowing in my crapulence because I'm in a crappy mood. I'm, but I want to wallow in it. Leave me alone. I want to feel sorry for myself. I want to have a pity party. I'm not going to live here, but I just want to be at the party for a while. And when you have the space of knowing you can go to the party and feel sorry for yourself because you're going to come back here again and everything's okay, you know, and you know what you're doing in the moment. Um, And there is something there's something about fully leaning into it, embracing your misery, you know, or your anger or your whatever it is. But from a place of a light heart, lightheartedness, you know, I'm here now, but I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this brings to mind like one of my all time favorite fit quotes, which is, you know, if if we humans would only learn to be in not not to be afraid of our experience, like that alone would change the whole world. And it when I first read it, I just really oh, like, you know, it really touched me. I didn't really get it. And I feel like now I'm maybe getting a little bit more of it. And I feel like, yeah, there is more to see. Of course, there's more to see. But I am getting more of it because, yeah, like like you said, like I can I can allow myself to to be the drama queen there for like the half an hour that I was in that airplane, you know, waiting in that, that check-in line or um, that was a passport control line. Yeah. It's like, if you don't get through that, then you don't get to the plane. And, you know, uh, or yeah, like those sad moments, these, these, these days that are just kind of blue and I'm like, Oh, you know, Um, but there's, I don't need to be afraid of it. Like, I don't need to, to worry that, Oh my God, now it's going to be like this forever. Like, it's sort of like being at the dentist and the dentist is drilling that, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, this is really awkward, really uncomfortable. Oh, this is going to hurt. But like, you're not going to be at the dentist forever. Like, it, it's it's going to shift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's mastery, really, isn't it? When you can just lean into every experience with grace and humility. Um. 
and and that's it and, and just embrace it and let it flow through you you know as as it does yeah I feel like I've just you know um yeah I've gotten like so much kinder like towards myself and towards others too through this because just seeing how you know how we drive ourselves crazy with our thoughts and you know even we we see it we see these these flashes of of, of space and insight but still we're we're human and and it it will continue to get caught and and there's I just feel like yeah like there's this sort of almost like a physical sense of like oh it's okay <laughs> to kind of relax into it like yeah you know we all got our crazy like and I found recently I was in Estonia I'm originally from Estonia so I was there for two months uh visiting uh, you know, my friends and family and, and staying with my sister and I really just started to see like how wisdom shows up for them and 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 that wisdom has is, you know, we're all carried by wisdom, even though it looks very different. Like, I don't see like, you know, their form of wisdom looks like all kinds of crazy to me. <laughs> I'm like, why? What am I, why aren't they doing this? Like, what are they doing? You know, but it's like, oh, I, I don't have to worry. Like, wisdom's got them, you know, like they're, you know, they can, they can manage their own lives. And like, oh, geez, it's taken me over 40 years to get to this point. Like, uh, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because like it just made this. Yeah, it created this more space and, and humor and acceptance in, in the family dynamic that that wasn't there before. And isn't it lovely when you know that like it's it's such um, it changes your view on people when you recognize that wisdom is completely different for everybody because it really is like, oh, I don't need to fix anybody. I don't need to show anybody, you know, the error of their ways so that they can do it this way. And like, I, you know, I was on a call last night and it's a, a group thing that I'm doing. And, and there was a lady who was getting really frustrated because she likes to really control everything. Now, it turns out she'd had quite a turbulent childhood and there was a lot of and she was the eldest and there was a lot of foster care. And and I mean, it, it made absolute sense. That wisdom would guide her to want to take charge and control things and and to plan things in advance because it served her so well in that area. But here she was now with a husband who was the complete opposite, because in his wisdom, everything always works out. You don't need to worry about it. And it wasn't that one was right and the other was wrong. It was just that. They got mixed up in the I think I'm right and you think you're right, but it's there's really something lovely in seeing that. It, it, it might look crazy to you, but that's just wisdom in action. That's how it it translates itself in different flavors and you go across the world and it shows up in different flavors. Wow. That's, that's so good. That's, I love that example of that couple there. And I can, I can definitely relate. I mean, I was the eldest sister too, with the, you know, bit of a troubled upbringing and, and uh, yeah. So kind of like taking over as the boss and managing everybody else and just, pushing them around because they can't handle it and they can't do it right. 
I was like, yeah, that probably worked pretty well. I was a really independent teenager and then, you know, kind of a rebellious teenager and got out of that situation, just left pretty quickly. Um, all that rebelliousness, all that, uh, you know, energy action, all that worked really well at the time. Um, but now I'm like, oh, I don't need to fight that hard anymore. Like, I don't need to push and pull. And it's been interesting to kind of come to that because it's like, well, that sort of feisty, pushy, pulley kind of personality, like it worked well for a while. It did serve me for a while. So it, it was wisdom showing up in that form. But now I'm like, well, what else is there? What else is wisdom? What else is possible in this, this human experience? So I feel like it's, um, you know, I can, I can play. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm curious about like, what's not my comfort zone? Like what's, what else is there? What is beyond this, you know, personal history, personal experience? And it's, I mean, you're big into kind of uh, adrenaline sports. So, you know, on some level, you're kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone all of the time. So what else could that look like? You know, if you're surfing and I don't know, what other stuff do you do? <laughs> um, well, I've been, uh, no, not jumping off cliffs. Like I'm not that great with heights, but I love water or anything. So I've, I've sailed, I've sailed across the Atlantic on a, on a tiny little boat, just kind of on a on a on a lark like on a just jumping on this opportunity uh, and I you know I had no idea what I was doing I have not you know not even slept one overnight on a boat and this guy was like I need some help you know delivering my boat across the, the Atlantic I was like I'll do it oops what did I get myself into <laughs> but you know again this was a bit more of me you know um, some years ago and I feel like now it's shifting like with my surfing even when I first started learning um, to surf I, I just loved it so much that I, I wanted to like, you know, I just threw myself at every wave and just got beat up, like just, you know, had some injuries and stuff. And I just still kept going. I still have a broken finger, like I have this crooked, I call it my crooked witchy finger. It's like <laughs> from the surfing. And now I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of wisdom. I can see the waves. I can watch them. I can be a bit more quiet. I can observe and then go for the right wave at the right time which, you know, of course it doesn't always work out. I still end up falling a lot. So surfing to me has been just a huge kind of a, a, a spiritual teaching in that way of like learning the art of failure, like learning the art of like constant failure. <laughs> I just fall on over and over again. Uh, but now I feel like I get less beat up. I have like little more of that, like maybe just kindness towards my body and, and more of understanding of the ocean. Um, so this is sort of, it's shifting. It's, it's shifting to be maybe just more maturity too. Like now I'm in my forties. I'm like, don't, you know, the body doesn't want to get beat up as much anymore. No, it, doesn't. it takes a little bit longer for the bones to heal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, the, the water is such a metaphor for life. There's no doubt because I got a, 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 a paddleboard uh, this summer and I've watched other people on them and they look effortless you know and they stand up and they've got their balance and they're gliding along so the first day that I went out I wasn't even going to put on a wetsuit because I thought I'm not going to get wet I've seen other people do this and then I went okay maybe just put a wetsuit on now to be fair I was in the sea as opposed to you know kind of a camera area oh my I couldn't stay up on the thing I couldn't it was like 
how can this look so easy and yet be so hard? And as I kind of progressed, there were times when I'd be like, I just got it, you know, and, and you kind of have to paddle a little bit, have a bit of momentum. And then you stand up and and you kind of find your footing. And I'd be like, fine, I'm great. But the minute I would start thinking, oh, I'm up, I'm standing. I, I must remember to whatever I was doing. And that's instantly I'd fall off. You know, I'd get into my head and then I would just fall down. Um, and like there is so much metaphor in in water. Because I think it, it represents us in so many ways. You know, we are predominantly made of water. Um, that bit that isn't energy, you know, the bit that is form is mostly made of water and, and the way that it flows and. And I think we have so much to to learn from it, you know, like you can look out of the sea one minute and it's so calm and beautiful. And then the next it's stormy and turbulent. And but, you know, the sea life underneath, they don't care. They don't care what it's like at the top. You know, if it's stormy or wavy, they're like, well, we're in the water. So it's but yeah, there's just there's a lot to learn from water yeah I feel like ocean just just from my personal co connection with it and I, I use it a lot in my in my work with people too in my, my coaching and that the sense of yeah like you said that there's that could be the, the surface could be calm or stormy but then once you sort of drop underneath it then there are those deeper currents these sort of rivers of you know these you know the Gulf Stream and, and others those are carrying along and these are sort of like the currents of wisdom that are carrying us along in life and there's this this big a big flow like we don't know like from moment to moment where we're going to end up but like there's this flow that carries us and then even deeper than that is like this deep quiet like all the way at the bottom it's like there's not even that that current it's just like this deep deep quiet mysterious place so i feel like that thing sort of having that image in my head has helped me you know has helped me kind of deal with my own turbulence like if I'm having a, a stormy day in my thoughts like I don't try to fight it anymore like I don't try to quiet thoughts because like you can't the more you start to mess with it like you start to fight with the waves and it's just I let myself kind of drop into deeper and the sense of sort of surrender like okay it is what it is and then I just sort of drop into those deeper layers and I get to experience the calm and the storm at the same time, which is which is pretty cool. It's it's, mm. it's it's that again, like that sort of sense of spaciousness that's holding that very human moment, you know, stormy experience. Do you think that surrender, like when you get to a point where you are understanding kind of the nature of our existence more and seeing that really so much of it is not up to us. Um, do you think the surrender happens incrementally? Like, you know, we can only surrender as much as we're seeing in that moment. Because on, on subconscious levels, we're often still holding on, even though we don't realize, we're not aware of it yet. That kind of hasn't surfaced so we surrender with what we know and then when you kind of have an insight around something it's like 
oh, wow, actually, oh, I can let go even more here. And then in the letting go, that surrender, for me anyway, I always find that there's a little bit of a hanging on to the edge of the pool and not quite like most of me is off, but I've like one finger still holding on to the edge, you know, it's like, oh, really? I'm really letting go. So there's a period of making peace with you you know it you're like I know I I know surrendering more will create a better experience in my life but oh hot damn it's really hard to let go <laughs> you're like I know I know I know but you know you have to there's nearly like this you know good angel bad angel having the yeah. kind of argument in your head of come on let it go it's okay relax lean into it I know you're saying that but I've had years of this way of doing something and I get your point. I really do. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'd, absolutely. I feel like there's almost like there's this I, I, personally, I feel like I have to almost like reach the point of like futility, the futility of the struggle, like that it doesn't happen like voluntarily, like the surrender. I mean, maybe now more like I've started to see, you know, there's, just enough of that seeing now that I'm like oh what if I don't try to control this what if but most of my life it's been just like I had to like hit some kind of a wall or just tire myself out with the struggle enough that it's like I give up and then it's it's, there was um a a funny moment from that boat trip that was the, the Atlantic um journey and since the boat was so tiny it was like less than nine meters little sailboat uh, the, the captain, the owner said, well, you can only bring one little duffel bag of, of stuff. Like you just don't, there's not enough space. So I, I just, you know, packed a few just practical uh, clothing items. And I went to a bookstore and grabbed this little book just because it was so tiny. It was just a little, you know, five centimeter by 10 centimeter little square. And it was Pima Shudran, the, the American Buddhist nun developing loving kindness. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. It's small, it fits in my bag. And the first several days of that sea voyage, I was so seasick and just feeling absolutely miserable. And and here I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going on this adventure. And I just feel like shit. And I was just like, I was so angry with myself. I was kind of so unkind. You know, I was just like beating myself up like, oh, here I thought I was the sailor. And this was my dream to sail on an ocean. And I just feel shitty and I can't handle it. And what a what a loser! <laughs> it's like, of course, making the the feeling shitty even worse. Mm-hmm. And then on one uh, one night watch, I'm sitting there, kind of green in the face, and open up this little book and and start reading. And and she, you know, talks about there that how you can be kind even to a shitty experience, even to like you know, no matter what's happening, like you can have this this experience, you know, this this sort of you know simple kindness to it. And I was like, oh, really? And it's just reading it, it sort of made me kind of do it a little bit, experience it a little bit. And it was amazing. Like my body just started to kind of unravel and like the tension. And I could feel like almost like a little like computer program in my mind, like writing a new software, how to deal with this motion of the ocean. And like the body was capable of adjusting but I just wasn't let, letting it. I was creating that extra tension over top of it. And it's just like, oh, this sucks. This sucks. I suck. I'm a loser. Oh, er, 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 er. I was holding all this tension and, 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 you know, nastiness in there that it would have shifted much quicker if I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't done that. And, but just 
experiencing it again very kind of like I feel like maybe like I'm just you know I need to kind of get it really like physically just thought kind of obvious experience like it's, it's the thing how you know how that simple act of surrender of just being kind to myself in that moment like oh that really helped but that you know that was over 10 years ago so it's not like I got it and then I got it and then I was fine and, and you know kind to myself in every experience afterwards of course not I still you know I, I still you know got caught up in judgment and 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 pushing myself too hard and and all those but but that I remember that it was just something I was like oh like it was this this moment of, of surrender but I had to kind of hit the wall like I had nothing to lose I was like in the middle of the sea you know several hundred miles from shore like we're not turning back no matter how crappy I feel like we're going ahead and there's another over a thousand miles to go so I'm just stuck here so I had nothing to lose but to to try to be a bit more kind and see what happens so yeah I like that yeah sometimes there's just nothing to lose um I get bored. I think that's, I get to a point where I'm boring myself with my story. And, and I think for me, then there's kind of nothing to lose. You know, it's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Just <laughs> might as well, you know, what, what I'm doing is not working. So, and you don't know what else to do. So maybe don't do anything at all, you know, or chuck it in the fuck it bucket and <laughs> see see what happens um but it's not easy to fully let go I think that's kind of what I've just been finding of late that you know I want to and I'm I'm nearly there but there's just that yeah and it's it's the you like you know I mean you know when you know that you're okay and that when you allow it's only ever good things you know that when you when you're in that state of love for self and in that kind of grounding and allowing it's it's nice things that you're allowing but it's the yeah but it doesn't match the things that I wanted to and you know it's funny because I'm just writing more lately just writing stuff not for any kind of thing and and something that looks real to me at the moment, and it goes against so much of, you know, all of this personal de development stuff is it doesn't matter how much you visualize or how many affirmations you say or, you know, how much you kind of really focus on trying to manifest something specific. To me, it seems like if it's not going to happen and it's not ready to come, you can do all the visualizations that you want, but it's just you're wasting your time. And for, for those who've sort of like, oh, yeah, I, I visualized and this happened exactly. Yeah. Did you or is it just a coincidence and it was just ready to show up for you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm just curious about it because it looks to me like, you know, forcing things that aren't ready to to show up for you or aren't meant to show up for you is just like banging your head off a brick wall yeah oh my god I can I can so relate I have done countless vision boards of beautiful beach houses overlooking the perfect surf break and I'm you know in that beach house and I'm like 
where's my darn beach house? It hasn't shown up yet. It's like, it's like this crap doesn't work. But, you know, it, and then I think like, oh, I'm doing it wrong or I'm not doing it, you know, I'm not enlightened enough for it to show up yet. But that that's where I feel like this edge of of my insight, just a little bit like seeing seeing the big picture, like seeing the impersonal nature of wisdom and impersonal nature of life has started to like really crack something for me. I was just like, oh, it's it's not about this little person getting her perfect little beach house. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the meaning of life. And and then it's like, what is starting to open up? Like, it's just a feeling. It's like, I don't even know, you know, like it's it's the unknown road, but, but like what else can life experience through this body? Like who knows how many, you know, years or minutes we have left, but it's like, wow, okay, like, let's just, I, I don't know, I'm just, like, I'm starting to enjoy, like, just random, like, you know, whatever life throws at me, or, you know, we're looking at moving, so this moving thing has been a big struggle, like, yeah, trying to find somewhere where there's a beach nearby, and this and that, and, you know, trying to push it that way, and I have my dream of moving to Hawaii, and my husband, and because, you know, he has family reasons, he's taking care of an elderly father, like, it, and we're all on the East Coast, so it just doesn't make sense right now, obviously, like, it just doesn't. So instead of feeling frustrated about not being able to move to Hawaii, um, which I still am sometimes, and I'm like, well, I don't know what I, I can, it, it has, you know, I'm starting to see these glimpses of where it just really doesn't matter, like where I am in a physical space, where I live, like, like there's just magic and, and, and possibility and, and growth and, and just that experience of, of expansion, um, you know, it's it's everywhere and it's it's that sense of like life kind of like experiencing life lifing it's like the little you know I have a garden here so I, I you know that's another thing like garden metaphors I'm just like these seeds it's growing it's finding its way and experiencing life and like you know I don't know what it's going to turn into it it has its own wisdom and to me that's like so much more fresh right now it feels like I, yeah, my beach house dream, even like all those, those those stupid vision boards, it feels like sort of stale. It feels like, yeah, ugh. like it's sort of, even though it was a fabulous, you know, Hollywood movie dream, it's starting to feel like, oh, the, just that, like it, it, it sort of felt stale and limited versus like kind of like stepping into like, oh, I don't know what's going to get created. Let's explore. And, and to really feel that edge of that kind of tingling of like this, this life reaching for something that's like, I have no idea. Like that feels more fun to me now than, than the beach house. Although I won't turn it down if it shows up in the form of a lovely beach house somewhere along the way, of yeah. course. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, I, I think what you've just captured there is is just the beauty and kind of essence of living a joyous life. You know, it's it's way more than just a house on the beach with the right colored cushions. <laughs> I mean, that can be part of it too, but that's small. I think it's it keeps us small maybe a little bit. yeah yeah it's I, I that's that's what it's feeling like to me too that there's almost like this 
this something that's like it's it's spreading its wings and i'm like what i don't know where it's going but it's it's the feeling of it it's the the sort of expansion the 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 freshness and the unknown because creating from the known creating from the you know the conditioning the whatever schooling upbringing culture all the hollywood movies added into the mix and then just creating from that it just feels like the same flavors over and over again and it's like oh you know a little stale a little mm-hmm. in there done that and yeah i feel like there's something something fresh that's that's bubbling up and it's so exciting that's beautiful and we will look forward to seeing what that how that shows up for you over the coming years katrine thank you so much for joining me and uh, sharing your wisdom with me. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I saw a lot from it myself. Thank you so much, Tracy. I've super enjoyed it. And um, yeah, likewise, I've, I've seen so much just, just from your insights and from listening to your other podcasts. It's like, I, I love your energy. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Likewise. <laughs>